Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, they found the telephone we have a electricity line here described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. Many of us have read the story, The Most Dangerous Game, while in school. It's the story of a man who hunts humans for sport, and it probably scared you a little if you read it. On August 21st, 2014, an inmate died while serving time for hunting women, much like General Zaroff in the story. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Robert Hansen was born in 1939 to a domineering father whom he had an unhealthy relationship with. He was skinny, painfully shy, stuttered, and had severe acne that left him permanently scarred. He was shunned by the pretty girls in school, which started his hatred and revenge fantasies. All of this, coupled with a love for hunting and archery, created the monster that Anchorage, Alaska would call the Butcher Baker. He served only one year in the Army Reserve before being discharged. Three years later, he was arrested for burning down the Pocahontas County school bus garage, but only served 20 months. From then on, he was jailed several times for petty theft, and while serving time for an assault charge, Hansen was diagnosed and receiving treatment for his bipolar disorder, and he was given a shortened sentence. On June 13, 1983, the police were made aware of a horrifying story. A girl named Cindy Paulson was told by Robert Hansen that he would give her $200 if she got into his car and performed oral sex on him. However, when she got into the car, he pulled a gun on her and drove her to his home. Once there, he held her captive, tortured, raped, and sexually assaulted her. She was then chained by her neck to the basement of the house while Hansen took a nap on the couch. When he woke up, he put her into his car and drove to a small airport. His plan was to take her out to his cabin, which was so remote, you needed a bush plane to get to it. Cindy Paulson, while cuffed in the back seat of the car, escaped before Hansen could put her into his plane. She made the heroic escape, but not before leaving her sneakers in the car as evidence that she had been there. She flagged down a passing car and told the driver to take her to an inn so she could call her boyfriend. 
The driver did as she asked, and as he drove away from the girl, he called 911 to report the barefoot and handcuffed girl he had just picked up. When police finally located the girl in a motel, she was able to give all the information as well as the description of Hansen. He was questioned by officers and, of course, denied the allegations stating that, that Cindy was just causing trouble because he would not pay her extortion demands. And, despite his prior run-ins with the law, his meek demeanor, humble occupation as a baker, and strong alibi kept him from being a suspect. The case went cold. However, his questioning did shine a light on another case that Alaska state troopers were working on. Three bodies had been found, some not even identified, and they all looked like they came from one killer. The FBI was contacted and a psychological profile was given, stating that the killer was an experienced hunter with low self-esteem, a history of rejection by women, and would feel compelled to keep trophies of his victims. They also suggested that the man suffered from a severe stutter. This all sounded suspiciously like Robert Hansen. So, with a profile that matched and Cindy Paulson's testimony, a warrant was secured. In October of 1983, investigators found jewelry belonging to some of the missing women, as well as a map hidden behind Hansen's headboard, with X marks all over it. Some of these marks matched the sites where the bodies had already been found. He eventually confessed to abducting, raping, and murdering at least 17 women in the Anchorage area between 1971 and 1983. He even hunted many of them down in the wilderness with a Ruger and a knife. His victims started out as young women around the age of 16 to 19, and his oldest being just 41. He was known to have raped and assaulted over 30 women, and his victim count is believed to be much higher. Of these 17-plus women, he was only formally charged with four, as well as the kidnapping and rape of Cindy Paulson. As part of a plea bargain, he gave the details of other victims in return for serving his sentence in a federal prison. He led them to 17 graves, 12 of which police didn't know about, though there were nine X's on his map that he refused to give up. He was given 461 years plus life in prison. On August 21st, 2014, Robert Hansen died from a lingering health condition. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 22nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.